Today's episode of Titus and Tate is brought to you by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, like how they require minimums, and worse, how the rewards flat out expire. Or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Now that we've talked about that, let's get back to Titus and Tate, the stuff we're here to talk about. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. On today's episode of Titus and Tate, as the entire world is pausing to reflect and mourn, mm-hmm. Tate and I are going to do the same because, as it turns out, Justin Fields and Mitch Trubisky might suck. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. It's situation. I blame the situation. I don't blame either okay. one of those guys. Well, I need you to no quarterback me. can win in Chicago. Facts. Okay. Facts. Okay. Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say this week, but he got put in a tight spot, and I blame his offensive coordinator. That's all I got to say. I, I am starting to, uh, yeah. I, I, I've pointed so many fingers at other people on the behalf of Trubisky and his family and his yeah. fans that uh, right now I'm out the of The only fingers. silver lining I have as a Justin Fields defender mm-hmm. is that, as what you just said, every quarterback that goes to Chicago dies. dies. Yeah. <laughs> so, Except for um, Jim McMahon, who like refused to die, but... At a really? certain point, I'm going. At a certain point, I am watching the Bears games, and I say, "All right, the offensive line garbage, mm-hmm. the uh, weapons garbage, garbage. the mm-hmm. uh, coaching garbage." Did uh, you see their dead cap? They have more money on players that aren't in the building than that are right. in the building. But then also, Justin Fields throws a football <laughs> three yards. He's three yards in front of the line of scrimmage, and I'm thinking, "All right, so all the all the criticism of uh, him mm-hmm. not having great pocket presence." Maybe there's some. You've seen some of it, yeah. He also scored a touchdown, by the way. They took away a touchdown. He should have. He should have too. He scored. He scored the first one on the the opening drive, and Mm -hmm. he should have got the. He was in. He was in. Right. Okay. So flip it. He was in. So he's in. So he had two touchdowns that were taken away. Uh, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Because again, Mm -hmm. I don't care if the Bears win. This isn't my my stance is never like no Bears to be good. I'm not a Bears. I care about the stat line. I want Justin Fields to be good. Mm -hmm. Um, but unfortunately. We're in a tough spot. Back to the drawing board. Yeah. Hey, uh, one and done is inching closer to the uh, finish line. One and dead uh, could be actually done. Yeah, we've been talking about this for a while because uh, I don't understand. You're going to have to explain to me like why this is a story every like four or five months. But uh, I guess, I don't know, the the, the alarm's going off again that the story Mm -hmm. is time to talk about one and done being over again. Well, the CBA is up in 2025. That is that is what this is about. Okay. So they the CBA CBA was up again in 2020. Then they kicked the can down the road. They said no one and done. And now we're 2025 is creeping up again. Cooper Flag, remember that name? Yep. He's in the 2025 class. The NBA wants their hands on him. They want Cooper Flag. They want Cooper Flag. They want to wave the white flag. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So they are trying to get rid of the one and done so that they can wave the white flag. Uh, yeah. Shams on Twitter just said uh, he, he wrote an article. <laughs> For the athletic, but it was paywalled, so I didn't read it. I just read the tweet. Yeah. <laughs> the tweet, the tweet is like the thesis statement yeah. of the entire. I read piece. the tweet. Yeah. I I tried to read the article, and I thought, eh, screw it. I'll just speculate on the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's more fun that way. Yeah. Um. But apparently, the as as the NBA and MBPA are uh, uh, discussing the new terms of the C- CBA, as you said, um, one of the serious points, one of the serious items. Yeah. Is that the the draft age is going to drop from nineteen to eighteen, and high school kids are going to once again be able to go straight to the NBA? Yeah. Um, couple questions: How dead does this make college basketball? Because we know college basketball is dead. Is it even more dead? Yeah. Are they just throwing more dirt? No, we're six feet deep right now, and I think that we're slowly corroding even deeper into the land. Yes. Who has had a longer funeral? 
Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah, the, now that is a good question. NBA fans just uh-huh. parading uh-huh. the coffin around. Yes, the dancing country. the entire time. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Uh, and also, what does this mean for Brody James to Ohio State? I think that's the other question I have to ask myself. Um, we're also going to talk about uh, the Imani Bates saga, uh, which is not fun anymore. It's not fun, dude. The, mm-hmm. the Imani Bates shenanigans used to be cheeky and fun. They're yeah, now it was a mystery. Are, they're now cruel and tragic. And uh, Imani Bates, if in case you did not see the news, um, was arrested last night. Was I believe it was. Yeah, weekend? last night. I think um, for for two felonies. He's charged with two felonies. Um, and yeah, it's not fun anymore. It's I'm not, not fun. fun Suspended from the team, apparently. Yeah. But also first offense, so he can get it expunged. So there is, uh, there might be some blip. Is that a rule? I mean, I don't. I mean, that's just what <laughs> it's first. Of, I mean, look, Omani, call me up. I'll, I'll go, with my cousin Vinny, on this. <laughs> I'm the rainmaker. <laughs> I've read a lot of John Grisham. I'll come in with the, the facts. Lawyer from Arrested uh, Development over there. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. I'm like, don't say a great, word. Great news! It's your first crime. You get away with it. This one doesn't count. <laughs> I don't think it works that way. Uh, but Double yeah. Jeopardy. It has to happen twice. <laughs> um, the Imani Bates saga continues, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're going to take a positive spin on this. We are. Uh, uh, we, I. We, we, we were talking before the show, and we think this is a uh, minor setback for a major comeback. Yes, some would say. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to spin this positive. I think this is the last minor setback. We've had a lot of minor setbacks. Right. This is the last one. All right, so we're going we're gonna to make that case. Um, but we're also going to talk about one and done and maybe a little football talk uh, at the mm. end of the show. All that coming up, but first. Woody Durham. All right, let's start. Uh, let's start with Imani. So, yeah, I mean, because this is Imani. The Imani Bates saga has been um, a, a story that we have been fascinated by uh, from the moment that this man, really, really the first time I saw him and Chet Holmgren play on television, and I, I noticed how skinny both of them were. I was, I was enamored with both of them. Yes, this is this is why this is the future. This is the future mm-hmm. of basketball. Um, and and then he commits to Michigan State. I vivid. I will never forget this as long as I live. Louise, our former producer, who we love dearly, and, mm-hmm. and I like Louise mm-hmm. Tate Frazier voice. Mm-hmm. Um, but when Imani Bates commits to Michigan State, she texts me. She wakes me up from my slumber. I was, <laughs> I was, uh, you know, emergency pod. Yeah, emergency. She texts me all caps emergency pod. So uh, she texts me. We need a video for this. And I was like, what, what does that mean? She's like, w- w- all I, caps I, need. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I think you. I think we need you to do a quick reaction. And I was like, listen. Not a bad idea, I guess. Louise, this is why you're a great producer. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this is this is what the people uh, want right now. They want to hear shockwaves because Amani Bates at the time it, it actually it works out well for what uh, the one and done discussion we're going to have because I remember Amani Bates recruitment. There was a belief that he was never going to go to college because uh, there was there was a, a slimmer of hope that by the time he's a freshman, the NBA will. In the one and done, the one and done is dead. Yeah, yeah. This is when the one and done was supposed to be dead by 2020. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. There's been a lot of talk of. They just keep kicking the can. Yeah, yeah. But uh, which we'll talk about. So the fact that he committed to school was was surprising because it was in most people's minds it was either he's going he's waiting for the NBA to change the rule or he's going to go straight to the G League. He commits to Michigan State. Louise texts me at 3 a.m. Um, that's not that's not true, but that's how I'm gonna remember it and tell the story because it's more dramatic that way. (laughs) Uh, I wake up. I, I shoot this like holy shit video like oh my god oh my um no my god I'm Randy Marsh like this this changes everything this is the kind of I remember some of the points I was making I was like this is the kind of caliber recruit the Big Ten doesn't get 
the Big Ten. If you yeah. Look at the Big Ten recruiting, like since uh, Ohio State, since the D'Angelo the, Russell. The, oh yeah, D'Angelo Russell was a great one. But the Thad Mata run at Ohio State, like outside of that, like Tom Izzo was never getting. Yeah. Like, Miles Bridges was really the main players. one, but Miles Bridges was kind of like a four plus. Then he turned yeah. into a five, and then everyone's like, "Oh, I see it now." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so like there, the, the, this was there, there's never been a guy like of that caliber that was uh, sending shockwaves that committed to a Big Ten school. They all no, Paolo Bancaro. They all go to Duke, Carolina, mm-hmm. Kentucky, Kansas, or mm-hmm. like some SEC school to drop the bag. That's, yeah. That's how Bruce Pearl. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and they now the kid was going to the Big Ten, so I became fascinated with it because of that. He decommits. We know the whole story, Tate, and it became a saga. We talked about it and laughed about it. Um, when he 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 changes classes, goes to Memphis, but then he Memphis, not registered in not Memphis registered for class. Classes already started. Classes in session, <laughs> but somehow he still gets registered in yeah. time. And it's then all, he and then he's sitting out. And then some people think he left Mich- uh, uh, left Memphis during the middle of last season. Went back home to Michigan, but then he Memphis ends up back, right. Like, yeah, but then he ends up playing in the NCAA tournament. But then right after the NCAA tournament, when there's a little bit of a glimmer of hope of maybe he comes back and has right. a good second year, he's like, "I'm out. I'm transferring." So, Even like you said, it's been a saga. You're like, he's transferred to Louisville. Yeah, definitely. Uh huh. Kenny Payne got he in the bag. Michigan, you're like, yikes. Even Kentucky fans at that point were like, "We'll take Imani Bates. Yeah. That's our guy." We even thought he might go to the G League for the second year. His 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 uh his path up until. Uh, this past weekend was objectively funny. I mean, it was like I, I'm not rooting for the kid to make bad decisions. I'm not rooting for his circle to, but um, he he to me like what was so fascinating about him was that he represented uh, the the new era of of college basketball player in my mind. Like this was like like the, watching Amani Bates from the moment he was 15 years old to where we're at now has been a a, a for me it's made me feel older than anything else. I've done in college basketball. Yeah. Like watching that is like, oh, okay. So now I'm definitely I'm watched. Like I'm I'm at an age where I don't understand any of this whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Every decision he's made, uh, I don't get it. I don't. It's, it's not something that I would advise him to do. Yeah. You're yelling, um, who's driving the bus who's here? Driving this bus. Yeah. <laughs> but also, <laughs> it's us and Charles Barkley yelling, yeah. who's driving the bus? Yeah. yeah. Um. So that that's what made it so fascinating to me. And uh, now we're at a point, as we said, the man gets arrested yesterday. For those who don't know. Uh, charged with two felonies for for gun possession, right? He was driving a car. He had like an unregistered gun in the car. Um, the not day- his car, by the way. So now that's coming out. This was not his car that he was driving. He was driving, quote unquote, a friend's car. The Michigan and- Athletic Director's car? <laughs> no, no. It wasn't Jeff Jackson Simpson. But he was, uh, apparently this is the thing that happens a lot in Michigan, but he was driving a friend's car and that's who the gun belonged to. But there's a lot of caveats that are now coming out. But at the end of the day, this is uh, not good news for Amani Bates. It's not good news, and and as we said, uh, it's it's gone from like every time Amani Bates' name was in the news, I'd kind of laugh. Or yeah, it was like, like oh wow, another one. Because I really yeah. did in my at my core, I believe that at the end of the day, his talent would win out. And like we watched him at Memphis, he wasn't he wasn't great. Like he's not he's not there yet, but he was 17 years old and he's skinny, and it's like. I, and he had it, moments. He had flashes. Is this kid ever yeah. going to be an NBA All Star? Probably not. But like, what kids are? You know, like what kid you watch at seventeen? You say he's hundred percent going to be an NBA All Star. LeBron. So, that's LeBron, pretty much the LeBron only one. Team. And that's why LeBron is so special because he was known from fifteen and he looked the part the entire time. And he's yeah. never had any sort of issue like this legal issue that we're dealing with now. He got a free Hummer. And, that was the only thing. And free clothes. And now he's yeah. sponsored by Hummer <laughs> and drives Hummers around. Nil, baby. <laughs> um. 
So like I've I've always I've always been um this is just me rationalizing uh tearing the kid down I guess I don't know like we 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 created part of the monster and then now we're uh, not we I'll I'll take blame for it like but I've always I've always rash I've always like been like it's okay to laugh at at these weird decisions and these weird twists and turns because nothing's like super damning and it's all gonna work out in the end anyway him committing to Eastern Michigan was my first like oh no this is bad moment because yeah like, why <laughs> why Eastern like. The, he, the the angle was that he's going back home, but it didn't feel like the... It um, didn't feel like that was the actual reason. It felt like yeah. this was uh, the one place that was willing to put up with yeah, all the circus yeah. of Monty Bates. And we have to mention that the school, the hometown school that he goes to, is an Adidas school. And we pointed out earlier who's driving the bus. Well, we've kind of known the whole time who's driving the bus. It's the check on your hat right mm -hmm. there. I mean, Nike's been driving the bus of Monty Bates since they got him on a cover that said the next LeBron question mark. And they were like, we're going to make sure that this kid is a Nike kid and we're going to get him in Nike situations and we're going to have a Nike time. And <laughs> since then, it has not worked out. And that is a, a really a cautionary tale to like these brands sometimes don't have the best interest of these. And a lot of the time, they don't have the best interest of these prospects. How, how does Imani Bates uh, getting arrested What's the parallel with that and the fall of Rome? I don't know. I don't know, but I think it's I think it's peg six. <laughs> um, um, no, you, you you brought up a great point because that was what I wanted to talk about today. Like I was excited. Amani Bates over the weekend also posted pictures on his Instagram of himself in an Eastern Michigan jersey, um, and he had a Nike check on the jersey, which I noticed immediately because Eastern Michigan is an Adidas school. Yes, and for some reason. So he we, it, we know what the reason is. Yeah, he was wearing a Nike check on his jersey. Of an Eastern Michigan jersey, um, and then I went back and I looked at the Eastern Michigan, the official announcement that he has enrolled at Eastern Michigan and he's he's officially mm -hmm. joined the team. There's a Photoshop of Amani Bates wearing an Eastern Michigan jersey, and the Adidas uh, logos is not there. It's like he's Michael Jordan. Yeah, like like he's got the flag yeah. and he's using it to he's cover up to cover the Reebok or Adidas yeah. logo. Yeah, I mean this. So is... I saw this and this was this was what I wanted to talk about today. This is what I was excited. So and that then, answers who's driving the bus. There's yeah. no speculation. We know who's driving. So the bus. I I th that that's the difference between uh the the fun part of the Imani Bates saga and mm -hmm. then he gets arrested and I'm like damn dude this isn't fun anymore. I'm not having fun. He's yeah. obviously not having fun. But um, as we said. We think this might be a minor. I, I really am starting to. I, I want a positive spin on this, and I want to believe that his talent can win out. And and again, he's not there yet with the talent. Um, but he's got flashes. He's got he he's he's there are moments where you're like, yeah, I, I see why everyone loved this kid so much as a as a basketball player. Um, I want to believe that. I have no evidence to believe it, but I want to. I, yeah. I want to really badly believe that this is the last. Like we're watching everyone's. I saw a lot of people say like the thirty for thirty on on Amani Bates is going to be crazy, just because mm -hmm. the fall that he is, quote unquote, the fall um, that we've witnessed from him is is unlike anything I can ever remember. Like a guy that heralded. I mean, there there have been great basketball players that have have fumbled the bag, so to speak, yeah, or, or, or messed up their opportunity. I can't remember a kid that was dubbed the best recruit since LeBron, LeBron and like and like put on, on magazine. magazine, yeah, and, and Nike kind of was behind him. I mean, they they were supporting it. And then in the snap of a finger, at this point, he's supposed to be a freshman, right? Because he reclassified to go mm -hmm. to Memphis. So last year's season, technically, if we're thinking about the timeline, like by the time he's a quote unquote freshman, it's kind of a lot of people are saying it's over and it's done, and this is like the end of. So I want to believe, uh, based on zero evidence, that. This is the final part of the thirty for thirty, the the final part of Act One, where it's like setting up the fall, and then like the real story is going to be the redemption that he's going to like 
get a two-way contract at some point in the NBA. But like, it, I, I was thinking about this on the drive-in too. If you're setting the over-under at how many career points Imani Bates has in the NBA, is it 0.5 at this point? <laughs> yeah. Because I thought like, at, after last year, I was like, I don't know. I, I'm sure he's going to get a shot um, and he's going to, you know, someone's going to draft him and take a chance on him. But um, like everything that's happened since he got to Memphis, it's like, dude, I don't. And NBA scouts, unfortunately for him, they know him and have known him and they yeah. have information on him and they kind of know his situation, right? Apparently, he's got a lot of people around him that might not be the best influences at times. As we see, he's moving all over the place, moving and shaking. So these NBA people know who he is. They right. have done their homework. And a lot of times with the NBA, the reason that the one and done is such an issue is because the agents and the players are like, we don't want to give medicals. We don't want to give family information. We don't want to give information to these teams because we want these teams to make an uninformed decision so that we can all get paid and, you know, like we got our money go and then we move on. You know what I mean? And the NBA yeah. teams from their side, they're like, well, there's no way I'm taking an 18-year-old kid. I've never seen his medicals. I've never seen this. I don't know what he does. Da, 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 da. Colleges do a lot of that for them. They do a lot of fact-finding right. for them. Right. And so Amani Bates, he went into that system. They did the fact-finding. They, they already had the Nike background information on him. So that all hurts his NBA case to this point. So he's already been in the NBA system for, like you said, two going on three right. years. And that also hurts his NBA chances. So the hope is, I guess, um, what we're, we're that play finally speaks for itself. I mean, that like, that's what he had. That's this, all he can lean on at this, this point. situation. It's not his car. It's not, it's just, a, it's just a big misunderstanding. Uh, we get Tate Frazier to be the lawyer and say, hey, <laughs> I, I just honor, go in there. One. Yeah, yeah, Everyone yeah. knows strike yeah. one. I walk in and like the first thing I start asking a question, they're like, your honor, objection, leading. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like objected to his objection. <laughs> um, He's good. It, I mean, I, it, we're all just speculating right now, but I'm of just, course, I'm just, uh, I'm, it's sad. I want to believe that, yeah. that he's going to still play. I want to believe that, but I don't, I don't know. He's officially it. suspended right now from the team. That's what they came out and said that the AD said that. So they while they reviewed the legal process, that's where it's going to be. But like you said, if he can get this behind him and we're going into November, December, we're talking about Imani Bates playing basketball and maybe averaging double digits and, those stories start flowing out. You start seeing flashes. You start seeing a highlight here or there. That is what we hope the next wave of Amani yeah. Bates is. Because then we won't be laughing. We'll be cheering. Yeah, that, officially, all I, all I want to do is cheer. I'm officially now yeah. at a position where I'm like, I, I, I get no joy from like when I saw this news. No part of me was like, oh, this. No part of me was even like, this will be good content on the show. No, I know like, that, that's when uh, I knew if something was wrong. Well, that's <laughs> when I had to reach out to some like, friends of the program. I'm like, guys, calm down. Like, we're not excited we're, about yeah, this. Like, no, this, this is too this. far. This, this is, is not what we want to see. We, we were excited to talk about him having a Nike check on. His yeah, that's more fun. That's fun. That's fun. Imagine Imani Bates playing for Eastern Michigan and his teammates <laughs> all have Adidas stuff on and he has yeah, Nike gear on. That is the funniest thing that's possible because it demonstrates how absurd exactly. this whole system is, what, is that we live in. Which is who Imani Bates has been to me the entire time. Yes. Is a, is a, is a kid that has highlighted the absurdity of what of, this era of college sports yes. is. Mm -hmm. um, it, he's no longer doing that. I hope, I hope it all gets sorted out. I hope he gets his redemption story. Um, but yeah, this is not funny anymore. And it's a shame too, because if it was funny, Tate, if this was funny, if this whole situation was funny, yeah, I would come in here today. I would say, uh, I would make a joke such as like, you know, this isn't the first time that Amani's arms have been a cause for concern, you mm. know? but unfortunately this isn't funny. So I can't say that. No, and, exactly. And that's really the, uh, 
the problem here. Yeah, and I would have said that he should have gone to Duke so that Coach K could have had someone next to him in that passenger seat that maybe slides right. over. You know what I mean? But that would that would have been. When the cops come, yeah. he's mysteriously in the back seat. Uh -huh. and no one's in the passenger uh -huh. seat. And, <laughs> and he's all good, and now he's the number one pick, you know? Yeah. But And then the guy who was driving um, gets uh, an award from the NCAA at the Final Four. That same For year. student athlete of the year. <laughs> Setting a role model. Setting an example. Uh, we're, we're, we are we are pro Amani Bates podcast. Officially, I, I officially on the stamp, stamp it. Stamp it. I'm pro Amani. Make the make, Parker make the graphic. Not only are we pro Amani, like we want him to be a pro. We want yeah, Amani, yeah, Amani to Amani, go be yeah, a pro. Go be a pro. Um, we are, we are rooting for Amani Bates again. I have I have zero evidence to believe that this is going to work out for him. But uh, if he makes an it's NBA a very team, tragic story to this point, and I just want to see the kid. We're out. spitting it forward in a positive sense because when he makes an NBA team, I'm buying his jersey. Whoa. Officially. Whoa. That will be me. Whoa. Mm -hmm. I don't, that's a bridge too far. I hope that it has <laughs> a Nike check on it. <laughs> Please. Adidas gets the rights and he's what in the NBA wearing a Nike jersey. It's the Celtics. No. <laughs> <laughs> it will not be me. <laughs> hey, speaking of the NBA, can we talk about the one and done? Let's talk uh, about it. We, we, uh, this is a... Uh, um, this is a story that comes should we, up. Should we just play the, the conversation we had last time we talked about this? Like, Jim, here's a part of the podcast where you just just do like a, a little edit and just like stitch in the the part where we talked about this last time. Because yep. yeah, you said you said it, dude. This is a story that comes up all the time. I don't understand. Like, where where are we? Why are we here again? Um, when 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 am I going to actually? Mm -hmm. when, when should I, as a basketball fan, actually believe that this is going to happen? Because even even in talking about like this being a serious point in the CBA discussions, um. I don't even follow the NBA that closely, and <laughs> one thing that's very obvious to me is that when this, when the 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 new negotiations happen, the players are going to have to concede some stuff because the players, the player empowerment era has swung so far in a direction that I'm sure the owners are like, all right, we we are the cool uncles. We've been that's that's been our jam the entire time we've run this league. Yeah, we're not like those other uncles mm -hmm. over at the NFL. We're cool, but at the same time, you guys are kind of taking advantage of us here. Um, so when the CBA comes up. And they have to talk about this stuff. The players are going to have to concede something, and I feel like this is one of the things that, at the end of the day, I'm just I'm just like reading the tea leaves that that the the players are going to want more of X Y Z. I saw like one of the things they want is like a mental health uh, reprieve exemption, they, they yeah, exemption. Yeah. like it can be an um, injury report, like you can yeah, put your mental health. Yeah, yeah so yeah. like basically, basically what they want is like no one can tweet mean things about Ben Simmons anymore. Yeah, you yeah, know? like that's kind of what they're going to fight for. And I feel like the owners are at some point going to be like, we'll give you that, but you got to give us something. And then they're like, fine, forget about the um, draft thing. I feel like that's going to be a thing because the owners and the, the GMs and everything, as a reminder, the whole reason, um, you, you said it earlier in the medicals with Imani Bates and the background checks and all that, the whole reason there's a one and done system in the first place is that the NBA teams themselves love having all the 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 minor league stuff sorted out for them. They spend yeah. no money on it. They spend no resources on it. They let the colleges... Figure it out for them. Do the, do the scouting for them. Exactly. Yeah. You, you, you see the cream rise to the top at the college level, and then you're like, perfect. I don't have to guess anymore on these high school kids. <laughs> um, so I don't think the teams are going to want it. And I think when it comes down to it, it's not actually going to happen. And then we're going to fast forward like three years, and they're going to talk about doing it again. Yeah. Your thoughts? Well, this all started because, so for the first time since 2005, NBA scouts were allowed to go to Nike Peach Jam, right? So they go to Nike Peach Jam, which mm. is the event for the 15, 16, 17, and under top players in the country. This is where they all are now. So now you have NBA scouts, right? They're at 2022 Peach Jam, which happened earlier this summer, and they're watching 
all these they're watching boozers kid they're watching flag they're watching uh you know the 2023 kids of course gg jackson all these guys simeon wiltshire they're watching all these guys and the nba scouts themselves are like this is so well put together i have enough because shadon sharp was the first crop of guys that they only saw him at peach jam Right, Shaden Sharp, they never saw anywhere else because he didn't play at Kentucky, but they'd only seen him at Peach Jam, but it still got him yeah. drafted number eight. They knew enough information. From so the so the scouts are saying, I don't need the college anymore as long as I have Nike. <laughs> I have Peach Jam. I have these, whatever they want to call it, whatever event. As long as I have that, mm-hmm. then I have enough information to go off of. And in 2025, Cooper Flag, that class comes in. They could be the first, you know, none and duns. They just go straight to the league again, just like we saw before. Mm-hmm. And I think that the the NBA scouts are the ones that are pushing this because so they, they like that it. class. I, yeah, I think the scouts think, are like, okay. I, think they're, I think they're saying we're learned enough that we can actually do this now. But I think the owners oh. and the older players, right? Because let's be honest, there is a level, we talk about the, the NBA PA. The players know that as soon as 18 is open and potential is the, the main thing that we're talking about, guys are losing jobs. Veteran guys are losing jobs over the potential of, you know, a Peyton Watson, for example. Let's yeah. say, you know, there's a 17-year-old Peyton Watson, and team's like, I'm going to take a chance on him, get this other guy out of my face, I'm going to go for the young guy. So, like, they have reasons to be worried as well. The owners are worried because they're like, I don't want to invest in something that's a, I don't even know what the hell it is. I haven't gotten it run through some whatever system. But the peach jam part of this is led, I think, a lot of the scouts to have so the you, hubris to think that they can make it work. So it's the opposite of what mm-hmm. I said. It's well, not, it's not the players that want it. I, I thought it was the players, basically because LeBron's kids are. I think the players fake LeBron. want this because they want all empowerment. You know, everything's like. Yeah. In the, in, but this is technically empowerment, but at the same time, it could be. But taking jobs. Yeah, it would cost. Like, as Chris Paul and LeBron James and all these guys are adding up the years, they're like, wait a second. They're what? NIMBYs. They're, yeah. they're like, we uh-huh. want it, just not in my back. Yeah, yeah, just not for just me. Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to happen, just not just here. Not, please don't take my job. But give, yeah, all those kids should have jobs. Just yeah. Not mine. <laughs> Is that what Rachel, it was the Rachel Nichols thing? Is that- <laughs> So that's the NBA right now. There's a lot of that. And at the end of the day, Woj and Shams and all these guys, right? They are just taking information from the top, from the owners, and just sort of putting it out there to get the reaction, get a temperature on things. And I think that's why every three years we get this this new story of like the NBA is considering taking away one and done. I guess what you're saying makes sense of the owners. the times have changed. So mm-hmm. the owners, the, when when the owners and scouts and the front offices and all that, when they when they put the nineteen year old uh, limit on it and and made the one and done created the one and done system, at that time, scouting high school kids was impossible. Impossible. It was impossible. Yeah. Um. And now it's not. And now, it was a lot of word of mouth too, yeah. right? There's a lot of like this guy, that guy, like Josh. Like I remember Josh Smith was the big one that everyone was like. There were some people that were saying Josh Smith was going to like <laughs> be the greatest LeBron. You know what I mean? And then Dude. there, some people were like, I watch this guy. He's a total bust. You know what I mean? The top three I remember. <laughs> the, the reason I remember scouting being impossible was because I I try. I was an amateur. Scout, yeah. Uh-huh. Like like all of us were back then. We, we, we still are. All, we all, yeah, we still are. <laughs> the uh. The amateur scouting that went on back then obviously was just like watching YouTubes and then watching like broadcasts that every so because like LeBron kind of broke it open where uh, high school games started getting put on TV. Yeah. Um, Jay Billis before, called his yeah, same as Xavier's. Before game, that, yeah. like it, uh, 
it, it might be on TV, but it's like you got to find like a weird channel and you got to yeah. have a buddy that has like the satellite pointing exactly. in the right direction that mm -hmm. you can tweak. And like, mm -hmm. you're like, what is this? Yeah. Like, oh, dude, dude, this is a high school game from LA. They're <laughs> playing in LA right now. You're like, really? Oh, turn on, I want to watch this. Um, so that was that was the culture of like trying to now like you said like peach jam every second of peach jam i assume i don't know if it's true but i, I assume it's like streamed online somewhere and i mean every donda game is streamed streamed yeah, online yeah. sierra canyon all these high schools i mean they're like even you said your high school you're like i could watch brownsburg games Dude, I, when I, I was at brownsburg when i was speaking at brownsburg uh and and i was talking to the uh um the youths the the class <laughs> <laughs> yeah the broadcast class like that was a class it was a group of kids that are interested in getting into broadcasting mm -hmm. um and and so the teacher was showing me all the fun little toys they have. We now have at my high school a jumbotron above the uh, mid court, a four side picture of jumbotron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, kids, you know, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, that they do instant replays on. You're watching. So if you're at if you're at my high school live watching the game, a uh, uh, kid Cannon Catchings who's on on Brownsburg committed to Purdue, he dunks on somebody, dunks on probably some shithead from Avon. Um, and you're at the game. It says, like, "Watch your yeah, head." Watch your head. Too yeah. small. Uh, and you're like, "It's well, a highlight." Yeah. They, they replay it. <laughs> yeah. He can point up at the, at the highlight. <laughs> like everyone on the student section is gonna look up there and watch the replay. And everything. I was like, "This is insane that this exists." Yeah. Um. But but to your point, like that was the the scouts. Obviously, back in the day, they had more re like they weren't they weren't doing what I was doing when I was in junior high, which was like trying to find YouTube and everything. But at the same time, like what you know, you had to be a little careful about like flying across the country just to watch like one high school kid is he good is he you know like you had to be selective about yeah knowing which whether tyson chandler was worth mm -hmm. going to visit or not and, and or like, dwight howard dwight you know howard, dwight howard like, was is, a big one yeah yeah jonathan bender they're saying he's good but like do i want to mm -hmm. go to mississippi to watch jonathan bender i don't know oh thank god that the mcdonald's all-american game and he's dunking and he's dunking again and, and jr okay, smith let's, plays let's, in the mcdonald's all-american game and then it's like i'm going to the nba after the game people are like are you serious he's like yes i'm dead serious i just learned i, I can swear do the it pacers drafted jonathan bender just from the mcdonald's all-american game jr smith got drafted straight out of the mcdonald's all-american game I was so excited for him to come to Carolina, and then they were like, "No." He told he said after the game he's going to the draft. He had like twenty eight points. He's like, "I'm going to the draft." Uh, my favorite, looking back on it, my favorite, like, uh, boy, I, I'm excited. I want I want one and done to be over. I, I do. I really it has really to. Do. End. I want it to be over. And I you were you were a fresh like you know to give the context of time like you and Greg and Mike and that group. You guys come in to one and done. That was like the first yeah. group. And I remember when we went to the Ohio State Carolina game, Greg didn't play. Yeah. But we were all like, that's the one and done guy. You know, like that was like, he was that's at the, the first. should be in the NBA. Yeah, like that, that's the guy that's supposed to be the number one pick. Yeah. That's supposed to be, you know, playing on the Wizards or whatever. But instead, he's sitting on the bench right there for Ohio State. That's sick, you know. And, it, and that's kind of how one and done was at first. It was like, damn, this is pretty sick. But then you realize that, you know, over time, like there really are a certain small select group that can really make that leap and yeah. then everyone else should really go to college but like trying to figure out who that select group is is, is so fun it was so yeah. fun back in the of course because you didn't I, I guess like we're not gonna be able to recapture that magic but for the younger listeners we have um as an older guy i just want to say like that was one of the most fun basketball fan periods of my life of uh trying to figure out like you you, you get a list or, or or somehow you figure out like who the high school kids are that put their name in the draft mm -hmm. and then you argue with your friends over who's good and who's yeah. not good and it's based off of like nothing, nothing. basically nothing yeah and i remember what you heard the three <laughs> videos that stood out to me like the youtubes or like the the i don't even know if it was a youtube or like so i what the hell it even was back then because mm -hmm. i don't know if youtube was even around then or like it was just like <laughs> a video like a vhs yeah, yeah someone's got a tape so like watch this <laughs> yeah um, 
But the three guys that I remember, <laughs> the high school, the NBA guys that I, I was like, this is melting my brain and this is just like comical to watch was Tyson Chandler was number one. Tyson yeah. Chandler was my number Unbelievable, one. Unbelievable, yeah. Just like, he, he 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 wasn't even trying to play basketball. He was just trying to put his tits on the rim. Mm-hmm. Every time he would jump out, he just put his chest on Yeah. It, it was unbelievable. Like, like how, like, it was like, wow, this guy is unbelievable. <laughs> like, what crazy. the hell? Yeah, exactly. Um, like, basically, <laughs> again, for the younger listeners, you know the clip of Zion with the, the short little skinny white kid that's like guarding him? Mm-hmm. Um, that feeling that you have watching that clip times a hundred times a hundred of yeah. every single Tyson Chandler clip. But it also looked like Tyson Chandler was playing real basketball players yeah. too, and it was yeah. just like, who's this giant that's like swatting everything? And like you said, just to me, dunking high school yeah. California. That was like that was yeah. intriguing to me too. It was like this guy's just like out in L.A. and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god, that's I didn't know basketball players came from. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know people. Like, I didn't know they played like, basketball. Dad, you said, in Dad, you said they all come from Indiana. He's like, turn that off, son. <laughs> <laughs> what is this blasphemy? <laughs> Um, Josh Smith, who you said earlier, yeah. he's on my list. He's he was because Josh Smith was, and he had such a generic name. You know what I mean? I was yeah. like, I always was like, he's got to have a nickname or something. But then all of a sudden, like it just became like, man, you you seen this Josh Smith? Because the Atlanta Celtics, that's I remember right, their team. Right. It was like Dwight Howard, Josh Smith. I mean, they were all nasty. Josh Smith, uh, I didn't know Josh Smith could do anything but dunk until like his fourth year in the league. I want to. I agree. I agree. To be honest, they could he? Like you know what I mean? The real knock on Josh Smith later in his career is like, why does this guy keep taking jump shots? Like just dunk. If you go search Josh Smith, I haven't actually done this, but I'm pretty confident. If you search Josh Smith like high school highlights on YouTube right now, yeah, every single highlight will be a dunk. Absolutely, every single one. Oh, and there will not be a single one that's like a, a baby hooker. And he was talking too, you know what I mean? Like I don't know. When I first saw Josh Smith, I was like, that dude's a star. Like he was giving like Rasheed Wallace vibes. I was like, this guy's unbelievable. Um. And then the the other one I remember just cackling, um, watching and and thinking this is this is amazing. I I love that like looking back on it, I love that this is part of the NBA scout process mm-hmm. is getting to watch break down this tape, is when Amari Stoudemire would just Amari Stoudemire could have caught every single when you're playing defense, you know, like the Bill Russell, like he would sometimes just jump up or at least that's what they say that the, the he was jumping and catch the ball like a shot, yeah. Um, <laughs> against the firemen and plumbers, but mm-hmm. <laughs> he would just jump up and catch it because he didn't want to block the the shot out of bounds. Yeah, um, which is what every coach will yell at someone that blocks yeah. out of bounds. Like when they're celebrating, they're like, "What a dumb play," you know? And you're like, "All right." That was um, what Amari should have been doing, but instead he was like winding up and and swatting the ball. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. He's giving he's like very- blocking it with his armpit, and then he would like flex as though he, it was a great play, and like even. The young me was watching this, just like I don't know, man. Like at some point, <laughs> should we just catch the ball? <laughs> yeah. Well, the all like, no, never. I'm gonna always block the shit out of these shots, which I respect. But we also have to point out too that like some of these guys that were coming into the league as the the you know we don't have to go come coming straight out of high school. It took some time for them to get their their you know kind of sea legs, so to yeah. speak, in the NBA. LeBron's really the only guy that I remember day one stepped in out of high school and it was yeah. like oh shit he's an all-star already like he's yeah, al- yeah. already the best player on this team and definitely an all-star and definitely belongs here like kg took a little bit like there was some some guys that were just like okay dwight was a little raw dwight was raw for sure yeah. but then he like clicked but lebron literally it was like okay that's they, who they, lebron they is it was, it was uh, against the kings right he yeah playing in sacramento yeah yeah he's he like throwing down yeah. dunks like he was like yeah. the same dunk that he threw down in 2007 it was like 2003 is a highlight of him doing that and it was just like okay i guess this yeah. guy's ready <laughs> that's wild <laughs> honestly Amani bates is 
confirmed what everyone should recognize, which is like LeBron James is the exception to the rule. Like he is right. the ultimate exception. Like he is yeah. the only one. Like that should not have worked out it is perfectly. Weird. It the is way weird in the timeline when you look back and try to explain it to somebody that wasn't around then or didn't care about basketball then or wasn't yeah. you know, whatever that. Yeah, there used to be a time where high schoolers could go straight to the NBA. Uh, and then LeBron James did it. And then, like, right around then, the NBA decided that the high schoolers actually aren't ready for the NBA. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> after LeBron did it? That's, that's when we decided? Yeah. Like, after the one guy who... Who actually could, could do it. Ready, yeah. Who probably would have been ready, like, three years before. Well, they are like, we'll never get someone as ready as this. Yeah, like, that's probably what it was. This is the, the only peak. guy. This is the only guy. He's the only one that's actually been ready. We were actually wrong. <laughs> like that's on us tap their chest we thought yeah we thought everybody was ready until uh-huh. we saw the brown and then we realized no one's no ready. One was ready yeah you're not ready LeBron. i remember the pacers drafting uh al harrington and bender back to back and and then al they, harrington then they, was great bender just got hurt all the time i, I remember that but the I, I i that that moment of like uh Oh, so this is just what the Pacers are going to do. They're just going to draft high school guys all mm-hmm. the time. This is it. And then they got Jermaine O'Neal from the Blazers. And I remember like being convinced. That was like the first time I had um, a genuine conspiracy theory about the NBA built in my brain. And it was that the Pacers front office were obsessed with guys who came straight out of high school. Yeah. That's what it was. Because they, they traded for Jermaine O'Neal. They got him. To, they, Great trade. It had to be a trade, yeah, because no one free agent signed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah back then, like you you weren't even a free agent. Like, even if your contract was up, like <laughs> you're still owned by the team. <laughs> like We can trade you. Um, yeah, so th- that era was so fun. I, I remember it well. And as college basketball guys, I, I we also – so we already have, we've already officially gone on record as saying we, we are pro Monty Bates. I want to officially go on record to say I want one and done to be over. Uh because it makes the NBA draft so much more fun. Yeah. To to just be wildly guessing. Mm-hmm. Now you got like the, the element of the the European guys is already interesting enough. Um now you have high school kids coming in and you have college seniors that like nobody wants to touch because they're way too old, but at the same time I just saw They're good at basketball and like Ochai Baji like dominate yeah. on on the path to a national championship. Mm-hmm. Does that not matter anymore? And the NBA scouts are like no it doesn't. No it Who doesn't. Did you see the 17-year-old? Yeah. Did you see Cooper Flag? <laughs> Let me show you some peach jam highlights. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did find that hilarious. So, like the Blazers, when they were asked about taking Sharp, they were like, "We had there because they were, you know, classic reporter, fair question." It's like, all right, you took a guy number eight overall. He never played yeah. in college. How do you feel so confident in your pick? And they were like, "Peach jam, peach jam, <laughs> peach jam baby." <laughs> about a little thing called peach. Jam. Yeah, they ever heard of peach jam? Um, what does it mean for Bronny though? I think, I think a lot of people are asking that. Um, Bronny's going to college. He's going to college still, right? Yeah. No, because this, this, this doesn't happen. This is this is for Bryce. This is for Bryce. Bryce move. Yeah. So maybe Bryce is opens up the gates again right. of high school straight to the NBA. But Bronny's going to Ohio State. This changes nothing. This changes nothing. All right. That's all I need to hear. Some days, like this, is really messed up. But I just would go and look on Twitter to see LeBron's likes, just to see if he liked any Ohio State stuff. You know what I mean? Because I think we got to keep it prevalent in his mind that Bronny to Ohio State is the only play. Is that how? Uh... That's how I keep up where his head's at. You know what I mean? I'm like, what's LeBron up to right now? And he's like liking like you know random BS. I'm like, someone sent him an Ohio State meme right now where he's the king. <laughs> <laughs> is that what someone did to Doc Rivers, Jim? Is that pretty sure that's it? Tate's the one who found it. As soon as you said, he wanted to see if Austin Rivers' son was going to go to Ohio State. or something. I wish you could have seen Jim's face as you said you go to LeBron's life. Jim's like, Jim's like, I have a tangent. 
here's something we can talk about. Yeah, that <laughs> was the Doc that Rivers. was the wildest part of my weekend. Jim texted me to look at Doc Rivers likes, and then uh, you said just... already all over it, way ahead of you. <laughs> he, what, what, did, what did he say he was hacked officially? Or no, he, he never. He, there's no word. There's no, no word. word. Yeah. Some people thought that the Sixers should put out like a statement, but then a lot of people were, you know, obviously being like, well, once you put out a statement that acknowledges it's, it's real. And I think the Sixers and, you know, the Doc Rivers fans at large are probably here's, just trying to act the, like it didn't happen. Here's the problem with, uh, so saying you're hacked will never work. And, yeah, no one believes no you're one hacked. No one believes you're hacked. Uh, Jay Williams, I think, uh, ruined that for everybody. Because he said he was hacked right when, what? who do you? He tweeted. <laughs> He tweeted uh, about the new Celtics coach, right? Like yeah. Ime Udoka, he was like the first Congrats black coach. Ime Udoka, the first black coach of the Boston Celtics. And meanwhile, Bill Russell yeah. obviously was the first <laughs> black coach in all of basketball. So, uh, wow. Doc Rivers also. And then instead the of and Doc Rivers, yeah, yeah. God, that oh, is the worst. My God, was it that Casey was Jones conspiracy. their coach too? Yeah. And then, but instead of just going, I was wrong. He's like, I was hacked. <laughs> yeah, he ended it. That thought to do that. Yeah. It's like I know what I'll do. You think him and I'll go congratulate? Yeah, who did this? <laughs> He's like screaming. <laughs> him and OJ are opening up a, a private detective bureau yeah. where they go investigate crimes. Quickly, I was uh, at the Rams game yesterday, and OJ was there. And then I saw that he put that he was there, and then someone said, "Be careful, he might be there." Like in a response to it, you know, because he's like, he said he was worried about being in LA because the killer could always be there. Okay, you know? Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> like, be careful. Be careful. Keep your head on a swivel. Yeah. Um. The, so you can't say you're hacked if you're Doc Rivers. You can't say um, that. The, the excuse, and this has happened to me before, not to the extent of Doc Rivers, obviously. He should just tweet, I'm human. Well, That's what he yeah, should I, tweet. I'm human. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> if you're right-handed... Jim's if, rolling yeah. If you're right-handed, when you're if you have your phone in your right hand and you're scrolling through Twitter, yeah. your thumb does hit your phone suspiciously close <laughs> to the likes. Now, so like... If if there was a scenario like so basically what I'm saying is when when You're people, saying he just acts he accidentally scrolled on this. This happened to me on his timeline and he's scrolling but he like it, it clicked. I, I would say that is an excuse you could use for a lot like if someone um and the hacker if I had if timeline. I I'm, I'm gonna say this. I'm getting out ahead of it. If I have bad likes ever, that's yeah. what happened. I was, okay. I was I was scrolling I didn't like it. I just like I was just scrolling. Also for all like, of our oh, lawyers listening like right it. now as we are dealing with the case or whatever this is all parody law. Everything that we That's ever true. say and or tweet is parody law. So. And, and, and this is Doc Rivers' first offense, so this doesn't count. <laughs> so that, but uh, the problem he's going to get his exposed. The Mulligan law by the, Kate Frazier. <laughs> <laughs> you can do anything. Do like anything. He got one yeah, time. He got, got one time, kids. Do one thing. Anything you want. <laughs> he, he, he literally thinks there's literally a get out of jail free card. No, Everybody no, no. Just, you, you playing too much golf. Dude. No, you serve. Um, <laughs> you serve your time, and then you get. But, but I was gonna say the that even that excuse, the excuse that I'm gonna use if I ever mm -hmm. have bad likes, I don't think that even holds water because the the things that he were, was liking were so graphic and so absurd that like even be putting yourself in a position to mm -hmm. be watching that on Twitter is cause for concern people, people to make fun of you in the first place. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So like it's what like if I accidentally liked the tweet that I don't know. I think if it was said, one like he could have gotten away with it, but I yeah. think it was the fact that it was like in succession and uh, you know it was all in the same <laughs> lane. <laughs> Dude, being, I mean, being, being horny on the internet is was, I'm not saying, a great combo. If you're above like a certain age or like you didn't have any of this stuff, like you should just stay off. That's you know why I mean? That's anytime, the anytime I'm on the internet and I start to feel a little horny, I just do what the Texas A&M guys do and squeeze my own. You saw that video? Dude, that was the craziest <laughs> video I've ever seen. To ball. feel the pain of the players on the field, they <laughs> grab their ball. Did like that video? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I think he did. Yeah, <laughs> no, he did. He did. He did. That's how I first saw it.
my god. Uh, let's take a break. Come back and uh, maybe talk a little football. I got some football thoughts. I'm excited. I want to hear about the blue it. blood. The basketball blue blood. Still wrong. We're the best. <laughs> Quick break. To talk about our friends at Coors Light. College football season is here, but we've got responsibilities and obligations fighting for our attention. That's why Coors Light is on a mission to protect your Saturdays with the beer. That's made to chill. Our weeks are filled with deadlines, responsibilities, and just stress in general, especially if maybe your uh, your football team's not as good as you were hoping they'd be. Uh, but college football season is here, and when the weekend hits, you've got to protect your chill. So this season, make time to chill out and catch the game at your favorite bar. My favorite bar, Varsity Club, uh, Columbus, Ohio. I was not watching a game, um, but I was drinking a Coors Light when I was <laughs> there. Um, and uh, that was a lot of fun. But, Damn uh, right. Yeah, you've been to Varsity Club, right? Tim? Yeah. Yeah. I gotta go Plus. back to Columbus. Dude, the mountains are so blue there. It's yeah. unbelievable. So maybe the bluest. Some people are saying. <laughs> Coors Light is the beer of college football. Whether your team is a powerhouse with a record to keep or an underdog with a point to prove, there's one thing for sure. It's going to be a hell of a season. Stay refreshed through all the action with Coors Light because no matter how your team fares, after the clock runs out, a Coors Light in your hand means you're winning every time. Remember that if your team sucks. It's important. <laughs> we're, we're getting to the part of the season where you start realizing dreams are dying. Too. <laughs> yeah. Your team's not good, but you always have Coors Light right there. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash TNT. Chill with Coors Light this football season. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening, wherever you listen. All right, before we uh, do shout-outs, close-outs today, maybe a little football talk, a little let's, pre-skin. Let's a little, talk uh, about it. Little hand egg, some people like to call it. <laughs> that's what they go. My my least favorite way to describe it is American football. Um, yeah, because that's implicit to me because I'm American. So like when people that are American say American football to me, I I don't there's know. There's something why. very off putting. It takes it ticks me off. There's something very off putting about. We I mean we talked we talked a lot of soccer last. If year. If someone so from London really said more, American but, football, I would not care at all. But when it's when it's people that I grew up with. And now act like they're superstar soccer fans, you know, and then they hit me with American football. No, there, there's, there's something extremely off-putting about uh, yeah. Americans calling soccer football. It, 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 it makes really me turn is. on football. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so big story in our world is that, uh, well, our quarterbacks suck, I guess. Like that's that a big story, but let's just, let's just, piece it. let's get here, past here, that. Here's, here's, here's a spin zone. Um, Every quarterback sucks. Yeah, there you go. Every quarterback Th- that's, sucks. That's what I like to hear. So, yeah, okay, yeah. Justin Fields sucks. Mm-hmm. Seven for 11. Um, mm-hmm. has, has the, he, the Bears obviously have zero confidence in him. Um, <laughs> he might not be the guy, but nobody's the guy, Tate. Yeah. My, my, my uh, good quarterback power rankings are um, probably number one, Josh Allen. Okay. Um, like that. Number two, Patrick Mahomes, but also he gets a little too cute with it. So, like, <laughs> is he that good? I don't know. Is, is his act he's still a little fun? too cute with or is, it, yeah. is, he, is he getting a little too cute now yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know number three's gotta be Herbert right my boy well three's Herbert but also Flacco <laughs> three's Herbert but also uh, he, he lost what's a, what have you done for me lately mm-hmm. league 
the Chargers lose. They were the better team, I thought, against the. They look like the better team, yeah. But if they're the better team, then why did why is Justin Herbert throwing a pick six? Answer me that. Because mm, he was playing the better quarterback who told yeah. his defense to get a pick six. Yeah, if Justin Herbert's so good, why would he throw it to the other team and mm. let them run it back for a touchdown? Mm. And then not even make the tackle, by the way. Yeah, a so, lot of people were upset about that, too. I don't know if he's that good. Uh, friend of the program, Cooper Rush. Nice. He's good. <laughs> How about we had yeah. him on the show? Yeah, on the show. I mean, isn't that crazy? Like, my mom even was saying that. She was like, I know Cooper Rush because of you and Titus have him on at the Super Bowl. And I was like, we had him on the Super Bowl? <laughs> I know. That's right. <laughs> I had to go back. It's the exact same thing happened to me that someone was like, is this the guy? Is, is the guy starting for the Cowboys the guys you had on? And I was like, there's no way we had that guy. Wait, this did. year? Dude, had, yeah, he was at Super Bowl. Dude, Remember we had we, him on the show. Like, when, when we did the when car wash with all the... Jones and everybody yeah. else. Yeah. yeah, he was one of them. And I... Because I... I remember he looked like he was dead behind the eyes, and I say that respectfully, Cooper. If you're listening, it's respectful. Uh, no, we were trying to make jokes with him and stuff, yeah, and he, he was, was like basically like, like, "I'm the Cowboys' backup quarterback. I take this." It was like he was the Secret Service. Like he yeah, was like, yeah. "I take this very seriously." Yeah, yeah. And then he came in, he was winning, he was Dude. smiling, and I was yeah. like, "Tyson Tate bump." <laughs> That's all I can Six think. Six months of. later, seven <laughs> months later, whatever it was. Um, no, he's good. Obviously, obviously. Um, I would say Aaron Rodgers was good against the Bears, but he always is. So that doesn't yes, count. it doesn't count. Yeah, he sucked week one. Yeah, in my um, head, it's still week one tape for Aaron Tom Rodgers. Brady is off to a slow start, mm-hmm. which tells me he's washed. Also, trouble in paradise. Yeah, he hates his wife. Yeah, um, he loves plastic surgery, mm-hmm. uh, and he is doing the Mass Singer. So is his is his head really in the game right now? Doesn't look like it. No. Um, is he getting off every Wednesday? Did, they say now. Is he really? <laughs> for veterans like uh out that's what i heard on the he radio. basically was like i don't want to go to practice every wednesday anymore. he's gonna be like you just go to the bar with and the they boys usually and start like, they start i the think work he goes to the plastic Wednesday. surgeon goes, it's like it's like keep it together hold it together golfing? like what how is he how yeah just chilling maybe he's watching the kids it might be his day that's right because she's going back to just, modeling did we for 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 guys who work at fox mm-hmm. and we're in the fox <laughs> lot yeah <laughs> Chris, uh, we're in the Fox lot right now. Yeah, we're we're here. Um, we why why have we not figured out? Is he doing Mass Singer? Like, no, we. we I, play, I asked, right? and then people were like, you know, they gave me like the, uh, the Inception shush. You know, like don't say anything. Do you think Tom Brady started getting so much plastic surgery because he signed up for the Mass Singer and didn't realize that? Fox provides the mask. Yeah, he thought he had to create the mask. He was like, I am the mask. He's like watching Jim Carrey's The Mask and like trying to go method with it. So confirmed here, Tom Brady will not practice on Wednesdays. What day of the week is Mass Singer? Whoa. I mean, it changes every year and every TV season, right? Don't they, yeah. Isn't that how TV works? They always yeah, like try to move it. Work. They always move it to a different day to like see if it works. They're like, I don't know, maybe Friday hits. And then when Friday doesn't, they're like, Friday sucks. Why do we think Friday? Let's go Tuesday. Tate, what tweets has the Mass Singer Twitter account <laughs> I'll, liked? I'll, I'll, look, I'll, look, I'll, look, I'll, I'll look right now. I'll look right <laughs> now. Investigate the, uh, the, but anyway. Tom Brady. The point is, Tom Brady sucks. <laughs> He's washed up, obviously. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Joe Burrow, people are saying that it might have been a fluke. Trash. It might have been a fluke. Yeah. Him, oh him having God. the greatest college season ever, then leading his dog shit team to the Super Bowl, his first full season as a starter. I think you look back on that run, it all might have been a fluke. Mm-hmm. He might not be that good. Yeah. Yes, Jim. Mass Singer premieres Wednesday, September 21st. Is it live, though? In two days, and it's every Wednesday night. Is it live? It's definitely Wednesday. He's on the Mass Singer. And, He's on yeah. the Mass Singer. He's on the Mass Singer. So it. report confirmed. that. Yeah, confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> Stamp that. Confirmed. Wow. Sources. We did it, guys. All right. <laughs> Um, Spoiled one of our shows. Lamar Jackson can't throw. He can run though. Russell Wilson uh, sucks. Can't score touchdowns. Yeah, he sucks. Matthew Stafford's arms falling apart, mm-hmm. and he's throwing he, a bunch of interceptions. He didn't have surgery, but he had a procedure. I don't know what the difference between those two things are, but that's what they keep telling me that he didn't have surgery, he had a procedure. 
Uh, Derek Carr is zero and two and has a bad face. And yeah, Derek Carr waiting for him to turn the corner, but I think he's like turned four corners and he's just back where he started. Yeah, he he's NASCAR. Yeah, NASCAR C A R R. Yeah, NASCAR. That's that's his nickname. Everyone's like, everyone's like, why why do you like trusting Derek Carr? It's like because he's NASCAR man. Eventually, going to come back to the start. Right back where he came from. Just when you think he turned a corner, he's right back where he started. Starting line. So the point is, all the quarterbacks suck. Um, so yeah, Trubisky and Fields um, also suck. But uh, as it turns out, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert's not on the list right now. So there's really only two good there's quarterbacks. There's only two good quarterbacks, but also three, Cooper Rush. So three. Okay, so three Josh good Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Cooper Rush are the only three good quarterbacks in the league. Okay. So that's where we're at. I had uh, texted a buddy yesterday before I went to the Rams game that Mitch Trubisky was light years better than Tua Tagovailoa. Oh, and, two and, might and, be good now. and then I, uh, so it was 28 to seven at halftime of the Ravens game. I get into Uber. I go to SoFi Stadium. This is the last thing I said to this person. They're a fan of Tua. They've, they've been all about yeah. Tua to me. And my phone, there's no signal. I don't, you know, whatever. Then I look at my phone. I have like 20 messages. And it just like flooded with Tua. Just like, I'm like, this guy threw six yeah, touchdowns yeah, since yeah. the last time that I watched him play. So I think uh, I've been cursing Tua. So I'm going to put him up in the top Tua, three. I'm going to put him up in the top three. And I'm going to say it's on me. Because every time I watch him, he's terrible. But then I didn't watch him and he was amazing. Tua's short and left-handed though. And I don't I, I, I don't know how you get around that. I, exactly. That's, that's what I've been saying the whole time. <laughs> Mike McDaniel saying he throws... That, that was that was a huge. I like Mike McDaniel. Mike McDaniel was like he throws the most catchable ball ever. I was like, wh- why would it, it felt like you was a protest? The, what's the thing that doth protest too much? Type mm-hmm. deal? That's it. Mm-hmm. It felt like one of those. It was like, yeah. Were we concerned about quarterbacks throwing catchable balls? And then, well, I he started talking about Tua throwing a catchable ball. I was like, it never crossed my mind that he might not. Well, because every, every real NFL quarterback throws a bullet because they have the arm talent to do yeah. that. You know what I mean? And Tua is like just throwing little baby floaters up there. I mean, even true. the uh, the Gasicki touchdown, the one that he went up and caught, Tua was trying to throw that out of bounds. <laughs> I swear to God, he was. It just floated. <laughs> it just yeah. floated up in the air because he's like, I think I could jump up again. Or do you think he was? He was speaking about him being left-handed that the ball spins the wrong way. And yeah. Like, and Mike McDaniel was like, "Don't worry, guys. We ran the science on this. It's actually very catchable, even mm-hmm. though it's spinning the wrong way." Yeah. What if Tua plays in Australia? Plays Australian football. Ooh. And then it spins right-handed. I don't know. I'm overthinking. <laughs> um, can we talk about college real quick? Because uh, yeah, please. And then we'll. we'll I think that's a great thesis, though. There's really only two good quarterbacks in the NFL, and, and you decide who your two are. You know, yeah, it's yeah, all, it, I mean, like it's it really like is. for everybody. Like everyone just decides who their two are. Like some people are like it's definitely Rodgers and Brady. Some people are like it's Mahomes, her. You know, what I mean? but just find your two, and then everyone else sucks. And then if you live in that headspace, you'll be happier as a fan. Like really- when I watch Baker Mayfield, I don't expect anything good to happen. You know? Yeah, right. And if you really take a deep breath and take a step back, like because I'm watching the Bears Packers last night and I'm seeing all the Bears. There's a lot of Bears fans in my life, as it turns out. Of course. Um, and I follow a lot of them on the internet and uh, seeing them all losing their minds and talking about how Fields might not be the guy. And he just, I don't know if he's there on that level yet. And I don't know if he'll ever be able to get to that level. I'm not saying he's good. I'm not saying mm-hmm. he's lighting the league on fire. But what level are we talking about? Because there's nobody on that level. Well, and and they've never had anyone on any level Nobody's like that. So like, I don't even know what level Bears fans well, are always talking. Whenever I see Bears fans talking about like trying to get back to whatever, I'm like, 
You never what? were. <laughs> like, what do you mean get back to what? Like, if they're talking about defense, like I'm like, I can I can see that. Roquan Smith had a bad game last night. Like, this is not the standard of a linebacker, right, right. you know, for the Chicago Bears. This is what we do. We make freaking linebackers. Like, I'm listening. Yeah. But when they start talking about quarterback, I'm like, every one of them has sucked. Like, what are you <laughs> I think you've just been so destroyed by Aaron Rodgers, watching Aaron Rodgers destroy your team. Yeah. That you think why don't why can't our quarterback be as good as Aaron Rodgers True. Brett Favre? But if you actually like took a deep breath and looked around the league. And and I I was in charge of the NFL and I was like you know what Bears fans I'm gonna grant this to you mm-hmm. you can get rid of Justin Fields you can get rid of Trubisky you can get rid of Rex Grossman <laughs> yeah every quarterback you could uh, uh, Jay uh, Cutler might have been their most talented quarterback yeah. which is a joke get rid of all those guys and I will let you pick uh we'll we'll leave Justin Herbert we'll leave <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Josh Allen and we'll leave Patrick Mahomes off the list take your pick at any quarterback you want in this league. What quarterback or Bears fans are like, that's our fucking guy right there. That guy's going to lead us to a Super Bowl. Kirk Cousins. There's a lot of guys. That, yeah, <laughs> there, are, there are obviously a ton of guys that are better than Justin Fields. I think they're really jealous of Kirk Cousins. Yeah, literally any any other guy they get is going to be, you know. Yeah. In my head. Last every other guy they yeah. get, they're going to be like, this guy is, is not on that level. It's like, the, nobody's on that level. No one's on that level. You can't I, get on that level. I was thinking to myself last night. The Hall night, of Fame? Is that if, the level? What if Aaron Rodgers went to the Bears? Like, I'm sure he would have sucked. You know what I mean? Like every, every single person that goes there, no matter what the situation is, it's yeah. like it's going to end badly. And that's on them. Build a dome. Do you think as a Bears fan, you would be happy if Matt Ryan was your quarterback? Is that what you want? Like I, Baker would, Mayfield's your quarterback. Is that what you want? No. I mean, they probably would say that now, but not really. That. Yeah, but no, you want it because that's Jay Cutler. Yeah. Jay and, Cutler's Matt Ryan, isn't he? I, don't I know. mean. <laughs> Who's better? I don't know. <laughs> Matt, Matt Stafford's like, ah. <laughs> He's like, I'm so much better. <laughs> we'll say, though, Matt Stafford in person. No, I, mean, I said Matt Ryan. Oh, oh Matt yeah, Ryan. Yeah, oh, my Ryan. God. I thought, yeah. oh, yeah. Well, Matt Ryan's a great Matt Ryan did win an MVP, though. So yeah. And Matt Ryan. I mean, no, I, I think right, I'd Matt take Ryan color. Matt Ryan to the Bears. I, yeah, I'd, th- I'd take color. But he also, the Colts are doo-doo. I don't know. The Colts are um, terrible. They might be the worst team in the NFL. Update. Update. Yeah, it was it was not a good it was a brutal week for my. They got to bring Peyton teams. back in to do an Elway thing, you know, where he like runs the team. Like, yeah. why is Peyton Manning trying to make podcasts like us? Like, big mistake. Yeah, he should go run the Colts. You're not wrong. Brutal week for my NFL teams. The Colts stink. Mm-hmm. Browns. Stink. I don't think the Browns. I'm I'm disavowing the Browns. I'm the, the, it's a good time to get off the like, I, part of the part of the Browns charm was like they're the lovable losers. And they are not anymore. They're not lovable anymore. No, yeah. there was some. Uh, I saw some uh, like tailgate setups. That yeah, were yeah, pretty questionable. Because even uh, even even when they signed <laughs> even when they signed Deshaun Watson, um, I'm not saying I thought this, but I'm, if you're trying to do devil's advocate, you're like, mm-hmm. listen, um, that was I I don't condone. I I I'm, I was trying to like. Rationalize it the same way I did when the Cubs got a Raldis Chapman and then won a World Series with a Raldis yeah, Chapman. Exactly. Yeah, like, like, it didn't happen under I our watch. I hate this. Yeah, yeah, I hate yeah. this. But I'm not like when they win. I'm. What do you want me to do? Not be happy? Yeah. Like I'm. You know, I'm still gonna be happy if if this happened. But then, as you said, dude, the the the. the Stuff coming out of the Muni lot is is concerning to say the least. It, it's concerning it, to it say the least. It is at a level orange, and it's close to red. Of like, hit the panic button. Yeah, you guys should just bad. get out of here. Yeah, the Bears stink. The Chargers, who I'm a huge fan of because of you. Um, mm, thank I'm, you. I'm, they're they're my hometown team now. They, they're How throwing, could you they're not throwing, like the Chargers? They're, but they're like good. But they they're they're but they're the not going to win anything. Win. Exactly. They're, the the yeah. Chargers are number one on Ken Palm. Exactly. <laughs> thank you. They're Gonzaga of the NFL. Yeah, absolutely. I I agree with that. <laughs> the, the algorithm says they're the best team every single year but yeah. it's like how do they miss the playoffs then like, exactly no the Raiders are going to take their spot in the playoffs <laughs> and I'm going to be right back here um 
I, I think the Lions. I think I think the Lions are the team that. Uh, they're America's team. I think I'm. 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 They're. They're the one team I can be excited about right now. When they got up twenty-two to zero, I will say I. I got tight butthole pretty quick because I was like, <laughs> I have seen enough Lions, and not to say that I watch a lot of Lions, but I'm like, this is how they lose football games. So the fact that they won that game yeah. said a lot to me about maybe they can actually win five, six. Who knows? Maybe seven games. Uh, college update very quickly. Yeah, uh, please. If you if you don't follow college football, um, you don't need to. Tate and I are here <laughs> to uh, get you up to speed. Uh, the Kansas Jayhawks are undefeated. Yep. The Kentucky Wildcats are undefeated. Yep. The Duke Blue Devils are undefeated. Ugh. The North Carolina Tar Heels are undefeated. Yep. The Indiana Hoosiers are undefeated. <laughs> yes. The UCLA Bruins I, are undefeated. I pulled hard for the Hoosiers <laughs> this weekend, man. And the Syracuse Orange are undefeated. All of these teams wow. are undefeated in football. Um, and it 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 rolls on. It, it, one of these teams is going to lose because Kansas and Duke play on Saturday. Uh, there was hope from the Kansas people that college game day was going to go. Game day should go there. Yeah. I really do think so. Are we sending big noon there? Is Big Nude kickoff there? We're looking at Jim. I think it should be. Should we do? Uh, should should you should we go as a show? Should we do Titus <laughs> should. and Tate kickoff from and, and just like walk around and ask everyone their thoughts on Kansas Duke? Yeah, and I would be the biggest Kansas, Kansas fan. Duke moment. Yeah, possible during that game. I'm worried that Duke's going to win that game though. I really am. Like that is a uh, that's a trap game for the for the Jayhawks. A lot of pressure on them. They just beat Houston, which was a nice win. I think they're starting to feel themselves, and we have to remember. Uh, Bill Self at the start of the season. Remember, I, I gave you the Bill Self update. He said he really liked this Kansas team. He was like, "I really like this yeah. football team. I think I think they have some real Big Twelve talent." And Bill Self right now looking like a freaking genius. Three and zero. I mean, I, say what you want about Bill Self, but he knows. I watched the Kansas Houston game, and they are actually their offense is actually. I was going to say they're actually kind of fun to watch. If Kansas, if Kansas is ranked next week, they they should be ranked next week. If they beat Duke, which they they're going to beat Duke. I hope they're so. they're going to beat Duke. Um, they have to. They we, we should do our own game day at Kansas though. I like the idea of doing that. We're not mm-hmm. going to, but I want to go. It's a good idea. I want to go to Allen Fieldhouse. Yeah, we just do it from we do it live from Allen Fieldhouse. Exactly. Like there, there's ask, no one in Allen Fieldhouse but us. We ask everyone about the 1991 <laughs> title game, Duke versus Kansas. I'm like I don't know why this isn't picking up steam. Why aren't people excited? It's Duke Kansas. <laughs> no, we we college game day goes there, and then we do a show from Allen Fieldhouse. Mm-hmm. And college game day is outside Kansas's football thing. And we pat we sell out Allen Fieldhouse because like everyone, <laughs> everyone's like a basketball season, show. baby. <laughs> they're like they're gonna show the '91 game. <laughs> Special guest Roy yeah. Williams. Yeah, they're like we got cheated so hard this game. Roy's like shooting the shit. It'd be amazing. I'd love um, that. the Indiana win was hysterical too. So Kansas is legit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Kansas is is uh, I don't I don't know what legit means. Like what what are they are they playoff good? Probably not. But um, they're like not. It's not. They're like they're they're gonna win some games in the Big Twelve. Yeah, they, I I, they, I expect them at this point to finish over five hundred. I think they make a bowl game. Yeah, they'll be yeah. A, they're in a bowl game. Bowl eligible team. I, I see Kansas making a bowl. And that for basketball schools going to a bowl game is like a win. Um, Kentucky is is actually legit, legit, legit. Legit. Kentucky they're they're playoff legit, legit. They're playoff legit. Yeah. Um, SEC East, Kentucky, Georgia. That's gonna be great. Yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, how how good's Carolina? We thinking. Carolina's defense is probably the worst defense in football history. Not even like okay, in so, uh, like so at any, no at any level. Like they, no one has ever given up the amount of points. Dude, App State is great for you though. As App State continues to roll. Well, but you've seen this. The media is acting like we didn't beat App State. Like if you ask anyone, they're like App State's undefeated. How are they not ranked? Forgetting that they lost to North Carolina. So North Carolina should be ranked three and zero. They play Notre Dame. They're like two and fifteen all time against Notre Dame in the history. Where's it at in Chapel Hill? It's in Chapel Hill. I was there in 2020 when they played in Chapel Hill. Lost that game. Uh, Ian Booker had a great game. Also, North Carolina famously 
way back in the day. We are the team that brought Joe Montana to the to to the world. North Carolina played Notre Dame. Joe Montana was the third string quarterback. We hurt their first and second string quarterbacks. Joe Montana came into the game and destroyed Carolina football. So I don't know what's going to happen on Saturday. How does Carolina but history, football? History says that we are going to to have some problems. How do you have your hand in everything? Because we're football Queen school, dude. Queen, I'm telling Queen you, Elizabeth like, coming to watch football. Back in the day, like the movers and shakers of the world, they were just like putting Carolina football just right on a pedestal. I mean, we invented the forward pass. No, that's Notre Dame. No, that was us. I mean, Joe Montana revolutionized yeah, yeah. it, but that was also us. <laughs> it, it wasn't legal yet. We just did it. No, we did Justin it. Fields. We no, just, it, like, we it was supposed to be a punt, and then the punter just threw just it threw to it. a guy forward, and everyone's like, what the hell did he just do? And then they were like, I don't know. I guess it works. <laughs> uh, 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 but that's the update. Carolina, we're not very good defensively, but we had the best quarterback in the country, in my opinion, Drake May. So there's a, there's a chance. Is Duke, how good's Duke? Duke looked better than I thought they would. I mean, but they beat Northwestern, who looks horrible, right? Northwestern, who they lose to? Salukis, Southern Southern Illinois, right? This weekend, yeah. yeah. They lost this weekend after Duke beat them. Temple looks horrible. Who who Duke blew out? So like all of Duke's wins, you're like, I don't know, a little bit of a question mark. Yeah, a lot of cupcakes. No App State on that schedule on the road. (laughs) That's for sure. Indiana is not good. Um, Indiana. Indiana's fun though, but they're fun. Yeah. Indiana football. I've watched. I had fun watching them. Nobody believes me when I say this. Um, I have watched more Indiana football games in my life than any other college. Any well, other pick, respect. I, I, I've watched more Indiana. I don't, I'm not <laughs> proud of it. Same with me in Carolina football. I'm not proud of it either. I, I didn't go to IU, though. It's just like, like <laughs> yeah. even when I decided to go to Ohio State. At least you got a reprieve. You went to yeah, when I went to Ohio State, yeah. I was like, thank God. I, I'm done with Indiana football. And then I'll call my dad or my brother, and we're just like talking about whatever. Mm-hmm. And my dad will start going on tangents about mm-hmm. Tom Allen clapping too much on the sidelines, and he's a cheerleader. The clapper. Yeah, yeah, he's not a coach at yeah, all. Right. And I'm like, I don't. I guess maybe I need to watch some Indiana football so I can yeah. talk to my dad about it. Talk to and. So I get sucked into watching the Hoosiers, and they are a fun team in that it just makes no sense. They 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 are down eight. They score. They uh, get a two-point conversion to send it to overtime, quote-unquote, but also there's still 47 seconds mm. left. So all you have to do is make sure that Western Kentucky doesn't kick a field goal because if you're Western Kentucky now, you're just like, just get us in field goal range and we have a shot. Yeah. If you're Indiana, you're saying, just send it to overtime. <laughs> they immediately kick the ensuing kickoff out of bounds. <laughs> John so Casey. Western, yeah. So Western Kentucky starts at the 35. Um, first two passes are incomplete. I think one of them could have been pass interference, but they didn't call it. It's now third and 10, and Western Kentucky runs a quarterback draw for 19 yards. Classic. <laughs> right up the middle. Yeah, that's how it works. College football. Uh, <laughs> You're like, how does that work? But it worked. And then, I, I don't know if it was the very next play or uh, close to it, um, Indiana gets called for pass interference on a ball that was not going to be caught in any way, shape, mm-hmm. or form, and the defender like still interfered, and they got the flag. And, uh, Western Kentucky has a 44-yard field goal at the end of the game to win it, and thankfully the kicker is about as good of a Western Kentucky kicker as you would expect, yeah. as good of a kicker as you would expect at Western Kentucky, and just biffs the entire thing. Yeah, he did not. He he wanted no part of like that. You know, a lot of times you'll see the kicker run out, and you're like, oh, this guy looks like he's yeah, like the yeah, Western yeah. Kentucky kicker came out, and he's like, son of a bitch. Like I cannot believe that, that I got set up. That whole that whole sequence is Indiana football in a nutshell. It's yeah, like the, you tie the game. All you have to do is just be, just don't screw up, and all they do is screw up. The entire <laughs> yeah, they're like, they're like, watch this. <laughs> No, I mean, Carolina lost games last year that were like they won in overtime, 99% locked up against NC State with two minutes ago. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> but that, that is like Carolina, Indiana, like a basketball school that's trying to play football. I mean, it's things so happen. Things and then happen. Uh, the last, the last uh, update I wanted to give was UCLA. Um, absolute woof situation. A yikes situation, if you mm-hmm. will. 
Big time oof coming out of the Rose Bowl. The pictures, are you seeing this? The oh, of the, the fans. fans. The yeah, 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 yeah. And then the celebrate. Did you see the video of, of UCLA football celebrating in the locker room beating South Alabama? I mean, I know that they were excited about beats, beating South Alabama. South Alabama actually looked pretty good in that game. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, the Sun Belt what, what's mean, more, continuing what's, to deliver. Serious question. Um, now, take away the fact that Texas A&M does it every single game, and let's just pretend it's just mm -hmm. a one-off thing. That it's just like Texas A&M did this one time for one big game, um, the pep rally deal where they're, they're making the terrible jokes. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Midnight yeah. Yell was just like a one-off thing that happened one time. Um, or... UCLA celebrating by like throwing water on and like jumping up and down and mosh pitting in the locker room for beating South Alabama at home. Um, if if North Carolina was in the shoes of both of those situations, which is more embarrassing? Which would South Alabama. I, I would agree with that. Yeah. Because that's the actual team. No, exactly. That's what like I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, the the fans are like whatever. Like fans do what fans do. You know, it's fanatic for a reason. You're a maniac. But I mean, the team itself being like, we did it. We beat South <laughs> Alabama. I mean, that's pretty wild. I mean, I, I hope that, I mean, look, some people could say that about Carolina when they beat App State. You know, why, why is Mac Brown dancing in the locker room? But it was like, if you watch that game, there's a reason why he's dancing in the locker room. I yeah, mean, they gave up yeah. 40 points in the fourth quarter. So, and also, App State's better than South Alabama. <laughs> yeah, well, <clears throat> you know, it is true. But uh, also, Manti Teo, I wanted to point that out. Manti Teo came back to uh, South Bend this weekend oh, and really? got like a got like a huge like ovation. And it felt like this weird uh, sort of. Uh, you know, we we love you, and now we all know, and now we love you yeah, even more yeah. kind of moment. So I thought that was a nice like nice. nice bow on the end of the Manti story for us. That was my last college college, college football, football though. Syracuse uh, Purdue game was pretty wild too. But yeah, you know. so I, I th Syracuse is uh, underrated for being <clears throat> um, the idea of them being good at football is funny because Jim Brown goes there and Donovan yeah. and I went. Like they have they have like actual. Great history. So, like, Greg the, Paulus ruined their football yeah. program. But he the, really idea, did. the idea of Syracuse being good at football isn't as funny as Kansas and Indiana because um, they actually, I mean, when Jim Brown goes to your school, you're good. You're good. Yeah. But at the same time, the fact that the football team and the basketball team play in the same venue is funny. It's funny. It's funny. Yeah. Every time I would turn on a Syracuse football game and they're playing, because the Carrier Dome, let's be honest, it's famous for basketball games. Um, and when I turn on, TV and they're playing in the basketball arena. That's how I see it. It's they're playing football in the exactly. basketball arena, not the other way around. It's funny. It's and hilarious. I, and I, yeah. And it's I just think about Jim Beheim the whole time. You know, I'm like, I wish Jim Beheim was coaching this football team. That'd be great. <laughs> He's like only run zone. Uh, so that's all you need to know. Now you're caught up on the uh, college football scene. Is that uh, the Blue Bloods? I, I do find it hilarious that um, at a time when football is driving all the conference realignment stuff and uh, it's musical chairs, and if you're not good at football, you're left out. All the all the blue blood basketball programs are like fuck. We, we, we got to get it together. <laughs> They're like the AD calls the meetings. Like guys, we're gonna have to win some freaking games this year. <laughs> Cheat whatever you got to do. We got to win some games. They're like eating a tapeworm, you know, like <laughs> yeah. before the big before the Oscars. <laughs> They're like, yeah, let's do a crash diet real fast. Just yeah. to get just straight to up get as attractive as we possibly can. Here. That that is that is <laughs> what is happening. Every team's trying to go to the SEC or the Big Ten. They're just trying to make themselves look uh, good. But in Indiana and Kentucky are already there, and they're still like, like Indiana's like, fuck, we gotta, you know, probably figure this out. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, um, shout outs, closeouts. I just wanted to quickly shout out Cooper Cup. Um, I'm not gonna go out there and say I'm a Cooper Cup fan. You know what I mean? I I, I don't I don't you know I'm not but, a Rams fan. But but watching this man work in a football game, I mean, yes, he had a fumble yesterday. People will point that out. But the guy just—if you just don't watch anything, just watch Cooper Cup when the ball is snap. 
He doesn't even have a route half the time. He just runs to wherever the space is in the defense, and then he just turns around and Matt Stafford throws him the ball, and then he's like, I mean, it's it's like I'm like, dude, this guy's like freelancing based on the the coverages, how where he's going to get open, and uh, I don't know. It's magnificent to watch in person. If you aren't watching Cooper Cup slash, you think he's you know some sort of fluke. He's not. I mean, I, I watched him all day yesterday, and I'm like, this guy. I, I need you to did, see the I need to see the all twenty two. Yeah, tape I was gonna on say you're guy. doing all twenty two. I, I was doing it live. I'm like, this guy's live. unbelievable. <laughs> And he just like turns around. It's like button hook. <laughs> and Stafford's like sidearm sling it through him. Thirteen yard game. So yeah, shout out Cooper Cup. Amazing to watch. All right, that's all I got. Um, I want to shout out Jim's uh, Las Vegas Aces on winning the WNBA title. You going to the Congrats, parade, buddy? Uh, I'm happy for you, dude. Yeah, for, I'm yeah. the I'm the grand marshal. Be- <laughs> I'll be leaving, leading the parade. The Asia Wilson said that you have to take four shots to go to the parade. That was oh, really? Her, yeah. She was like, I don't care if it's ginger ale or whatever, Like, but you got to take four shots to come to the parade. Did she say the ginger ale part? Yeah, she did. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if it's ginger ale. She was like trying to cover. She, she was like, first she was like, you got to take four shots to oh, this parade. And then, she, realized, like, and then she was like, wow, that's probably responsibly. like. Responsibly. Yeah, she was, like, <laughs> she was like, but drink responsibly and also you can take four shots of ginger ale. I thought Jim would like that. Jim's yeah, four man. shots deep right yeah. now. But happy for you, man. I'm canceling the parade. <laughs> <laughs> Congrats, man. Becky Hammond, though, first year as a head coach, wins the WNBA championship. Do you remember where you were when Rebecca Lobo and the New York Liberty won the, uh, was it 99? Did they win at 99? I do love Rebecca Lobo. But I do remember watching her on UConn. Yeah. Was that, (laughs) as a a young 31-year-old in New York City, Mm -hmm. how old were you then? 17. (laughs) 17, baby. Were you at that game? Were you at that game? (laughs) I was at win? the parade. I was the Grand Marshal. That was my first one. What, what year did they win? Are you looking it up? Yeah. What is it? <laughs> it's a cross. <laughs> what sport are you talking about? Uh, I'll look it up. Liberty WNBA champs. Uh, the Liberty of three conference championships have played in the WNBA finals four times. Falling to the Houston Comets in 97, 99, and 2000. Wait, they never won? Wow. Losers. Did they really never win? Losers. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Yep. I thought Lobo so, got you guys one. 99-2000-2002. They, they, <laughs> Classic New York basketball yeah, fashion. Sure, yeah. Never I'm, win. I'm burning my jersey. Buffalo Bills of uh, <laughs> yeah, WNBA. So they just Yikes. keep pointing back to the 70s. They're like, remember Walt Frazier? That's sick. Um, mm-hmm. I want to shout out uh, Albert Pujols and Aaron Judge, who both hit home runs right after we talked Dude. about them on the podcast. And uh, the I don't know. A friend of the program reached out uh, talking about your story about the baseballs changing, and he was like, can confirm. Yeah, dude. That was all he said. All he said was can confirm, and it was like basically a burner account. So it could have been, for all we know, it could have been Justin Verlander, but someone said can confirm. Dude, I'm telling you. And it was so legit, I was like, like, oh, no. So every time there's a conspiracy with sports, I'll I'll say yes to any sports conspiracy. Yeah, of course. I'm not going to parrot it. I'm not going to believe it, but like if if you... you know, if you call me tonight and you're like, I have a conspiracy about XYZ. I'm listening. With, with like, here's, mm-hmm. here's the reason the Warriors are good at basketball. Yeah. Like, all right, let's go. Mm-hmm. Go Hit, hit me mm-hmm. with it. I want to hear this. Um, And that one wasn't even, like, that was the, the most up, open and shut thing I've ever seen in my life. You just hand me two baseballs and one, I mean, I can, I can see with my own eyes. Yeah, you're like, like, okay. Like, I know nothing about pitching mechanics, but, like, I mean, obviously, these balls are different. And then the guy told me, like, yeah, this is the one we used the first half of the season. This is the one we used the second half. And I was like, all right. And, that, and that's, he's like, and that's why I use this pine tar here. Yeah. And I yeah, exactly. <laughs> put a little bit on my hands. <laughs> like, wait no, a second. That's exactly it. 
That's exactly it. <laughs> what is pine tar legal? Not legal. I think it's it's a wink wink deal. Like how does Craig Biggio have all that shit on his helmet when he was playing? Yeah. But then it's illegal, but it's like I don't know. It's kind of like it's kind of like Astros. chewing tobacco, right? It's like uh, it's legal, but it's it's illegal, but it's legal. Good call, Jim. He was on the Astros. That's why Biggio. So they do whatever the hell they want. Oh, they're, they're like the Patriots. They are the biggest. They are the Patriots. Yeah. I can't believe they had like pulse tones, like speak. Because I was just starting to think about the chest thing, you know. <laughs> I can't believe that they like actually were like getting hit. I'm trying to think though, like if you're trying to explain to somebody a balk or rules on foreign substances that you can use in baseball, yeah, like what what would be easier to explain to somebody? Because like foreign substances, you feel like you get it, and then like you see the the shit that guys are doing, and they're spitting on their hands, and they're like, you know. Sticking their hand down their pants and you know, you're like that seems yeah you're like, like that seems like that a, yeah, I don't know that seems <laughs> that seems foreign to me I don't know what these guys are up to and you uh, see the pitchers that like touch the same part of their head every yeah. single time they're about to pitch the bill and then the back and then the bill again I think a balk would be way easier to to explain yeah. to someone but even then they're like so wait a second the foot has you're like oh, okay. balk is just like if it looks awkward exactly it's like it just that's pretty much little, what it is yeah, it's, like it's kind of like a double cool. dribble or something yeah. you know what i mean it's like a lot of times if you're if you carry the ball but you just keep a continuous motion and you keep going like it's all it's but it's like when you're young you can almost catch yourself you know when you do something that's like a double dribble you're like oh shit it's yeah, like same yeah. with the ball you're like yeah oh, yeah no. yeah and then they're like okay point. easy um you got any shout outs jim uh i have an update on that chess scandal please oh, really? mm-hmm. they it found the beats it looks like the champion who lost, Carlson, uh, they had a rematch today, an hour ago. And after one move, he just said, forget this. I mean, Carlson did? That's what it looks like, yeah. Oh, so it was like a pro, it was like, the, it was like those guys that come out, the boxers that'll come out, and then as soon as the bell rings, they just walk out. Of, I don't know yeah. if there's multiple boxers. I remember I've seen a guy. Uh, yeah, there was one guy that did that, but I don't know. I can't think of the name of like the famous one. But bell I know you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I'm like, out. Yeah, he's like, gets out. And everyone's like, what the hell? <laughs> um, so you're saying like the kid made a move and then he was so... No, the dis- champion just got up and left. That's what oh, the champion like. got the up. The champion got up because the kid, oh, the kid made such a dumbass move. He was like, I'm not even going to play oh, wait, this the, guy. No, I think it just says like... Well, who's the champion now? The guy with the stuff up his butt? I'm saying the guy that... No, no. The, I, I consider this him the, the challenger, the ch- not the cheater. The guy who actually the butt guy's the challenger. Hold yeah, he's the challenger. Okay. Let me get this. So the butt guy, he made the move. Ass man, ass man, <laughs> ass man made the move. And then Carlson says, "This is so embarrassing. Yeah. Like this is so below me, beneath me that I will yeah. absolve myself from even playing." This is there game. a move that the ass man could have made that Carlson would have not stood up? Would he would have been like, "This one seems legit." Probably, yeah. but you know, chess is a weird. Chess is like such a, you know, it's like the vibes are off after move one. Well, there's so much etiquette to what you do and like how you play and things like that. That yeah. it's like if you're playing with a champion and then you're an idiot that doesn't have the anal beads to tell you what to do now, <laughs> like, and then you make a dumb move, like you know, you probably like move the king or something. He's like, I'm not gonna, I'm yeah, not gonna ap- sit here and deal with this. Apparently, he resigned during his opponent, the cheater, his so, second move. So what I'm hearing, protest of the. Ongoing scandal. What I'm hearing is this guy's lost twice now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Ashman is two and zero oh versus the yeah double dip. He's in his head. He's double definitely dips. in his head. Like that's pretty wild. Because like if you're if you're Ashman, you're like I got like you're what you're saying. Like I got this guy twice, dude. Like how am I not that's the right. champion? He's like double tap. He's like I'm the champ. Beat he said rent free and then knock this king over. You should make t-shirts two and zero. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ashman two and zero. Oh. 
Yeah, can we go to these events? I feel like this would be great for us. We should just free the ass. We're huge. We're huge in the chess world. Yeah, this is like the. He's like our happy Gilmore. <laughs> this is the Kansas Duke college football game of chess. So where was the tournament in New York? It was online. <laughs> oh my god, that's even better. Chess24.com. Send us the Zoom link next. That was online. <laughs> So you yeah, know can it's we do real. like the NBA bubble where you get the super get the seats. On yeah, the, on the, Microsoft Teams. Yeah, we're, we're we're holding up signs in the. I'm in. Um. All right. Is that it? That's all I got. I had one more shout out. Yeah, please. Um. I gotta get out of here though. Uh, I'm gonna make it quick because uh, my last shout out is an update itself, Tate. Mm. I got great news, Ronnie. <laughs> in uh about an hour and a half, as at what time is it? Yeah, about an hour and a half from right now, your boy. Is doing a Kurt Rambis callback. Nice. It's happening. I gotta get home. I gotta get set up. On um, Zoom or in real life? Mustache. On Zoom. So I get the call. Literally, as I'm shaving my mustache, I get a text that from my agent. That's like, here's here's the email. They they, they want they want they're back. Want, they're back in. They're back in the tightest business. Because they, they they're filming to. right now. I know that and they I are shaved, filming. I shaved the entire mustache down. So yeah, I don't did. know how this is gonna go. Um. It was the, 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 the day. but I, I as I told I told Jim about this already. I wanted to keep a surprise for you, but uh, I told Jim, and he said that's exactly how it works. Like if you if you kept the mustache, they weren't gonna they weren't gonna call back. But I shaved it. They called back. Uh, now I'm worried that I'm gonna kill it on this callback because I am. I'm gonna kill it. I mean, I am Kurt Rambis. What are they? Um, uh, did they give you like any information on like what the, the callback is for? Like, do they want you no. to do a scene or anything? They just want to talk to you. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I think okay. we're gonna do like the same scenes. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a little rattled because like I, my instinct was I got to prepare, but I have no idea how to prepare. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I have no clue what to do. That's probably a good thing though, because you're gonna have to ad lib as Rambus. You know what um, I mean? Like you you got to embody Rambus. You yeah. are Rambus. I, I watched a lot of Rambus tape, and he's he's just like always smiling and always like in a good mood. And just, yeah. Like, he says he says basketball a lot. Like he's like that we're we got a great basketball team, and that was a great basketball game. And I think when we just move the basketball, we're yeah. a great team. We're a great basketball team, and he does that a lot. Um, great. But uh, I mean, this is all great. Yeah, news. dude, I'm back. We're back in. Just just when I was out, they pulled me back in. And he's so. growing back too. Like what you have right now is like enough for them to to see the shape of what they're getting. You know what I mean? Like I, so I, I'm worried I'm gonna kill it, and then they're gonna be like, "We really liked it, but gotta be honest, you don't look like Kurt Rambis. You don't have a mustache." And then I'm I think it'd be worse if you had a fake mustache on. You know what I mean? Like, because that's what I would tell you to do. Like in my head, I was like, easy, fake mustache. But I think that would be. <laughs> then they would think you're joking. So uh, a lot of haters. Uh, I had I had some people chirping at me. A lot of a lot of haters. Um, when I told the story the first time, they were like, "Wow, so it sounds like you uh you just basically sounds like you wasted a whole day, um playing make believe, and then nothing came of it, and that was your story. Great story, dude. Is what." Uh, so now God, the hater, the haters are everywhere. Dude, they're so mean. They're yeah, <laughs> it's like just go home. Forget those people. Yeah, um, just go home. I got to stay home. I got to call back for an HBO show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank so, you. Uh, that, that, uh, that, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, what 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 say you now, hater? Yeah. yeah. We're the haters now. They're like, I hate that show. It's like, well, <laughs> shut up, hater. And if it doesn't work out, I will cast you as the ass man in the film <laughs> I'm writing now. What a you what kind of look like, Jim? It. You you you've dabbled in Hollywood. You're a Hollywood guy. You're Hollywood. What, guy, what, what is a callback? What? How does this work? What am I supposed to do? Um, Fake mustache. First off, just like, get what, two pieces <laughs> where, of electrical tape. Am I electrical to, tape. Am I supposed to play it the exact same way? Do I like put a little extra mustard on the hot dog this time? No, I, I would say I think uh, you played the same. No, way. yeah, do what got you there. Yeah, exactly. 
don't don't do too much. Don't do too much. That's the rule. Act number like you've one. been there before. Yeah. Don't do too much. <laughs> Act like you've been there. Act like you've been Kurt Rambis before. Actually, tell literally them. Act. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like act like Kurt Rambis. Act like Kurt. Yeah. Can you even do that? Should act. Kurt Rambis. Just take that. Do what you will. I'm confused. Should I act like I've been there before? Or should I act like Kurt yeah, Rambis? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so, what are you going to do for us today? You're like, I'm going to act like Kurt Rambis has been there before. In your apartment? He's been to your apartment? Is that what, on this call? Did you walk uh, in with a mustache? I think I've been here before. Um, no, so uh, on Friday's show, I will give an update. We'll, we'll, because I, I thought about it too. I was like, should I talk about it on the show today, or should I? Should you wait, wait for the happens? full story? No, you should. I decided. Done this. I, I think I gotta, I gotta breadcrumb the audience and you as well. I'm gonna tell you every time. Every time there's a new development, I'm gonna let you know. So, um, we're doing the the callback. Uh, yeah, it's at, at four fifteen, dude. So like, it's like an hour and a half from now. So we gotta like oh, make nice. sure that you get out of here. You have enough time to go home. Yeah. But also, let's leave. <laughs> Let's go. Why are we still talking? <laughs> I know. Jim's like, shout out's over. I'm looking out uh, for you. Let's get right. the hell out of here. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm excited for you. We'll lock in. Hell yeah. All right. I'm going to give leg. you a little taste. I'm going to give you a little taste. Yeah. What would Kurt Rambis do? Yeah. What would Kurt, how would Kurt Rambis get us out of here? You ready? Yeah. I'm Kurt fucking Rambis. Dude. I, I don't know about you guys, but I, ho Hollywood, sign him up. Hollywood, sign him up. Uh, hey guys, it's me, Kurt fucking Rambis. <laughs> yeah. Does Kurt Rambis swear? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, see you guys Friday when uh, I've landed the role of Kurt Rambis. I can't wait. <laughs>